Half Medium, a podcast with me, Diana, a world-renowned psychic girl, and me, Diana, a regular girl from the south side of Chicago. I've created this podcast to talk about what it's been like navigating my spiritual life with my physical life. I know that there are so many people that think being psychic means knowing it all, but honey, that is not the truth, and I want to talk about it. Join me on Instagram and TikTok at Divine Pearls Medium. You can also join me on Patreon at Divine Pearls Medium, where I go live every month and do readings, and I also have cool discounts for you guys. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode, and I look forward to connecting with you all soon. Have an amazing day, and remember to always be you, embrace you, and love you. Hello, everybody. Yay, welcome to the first episode of Half Medium. I am so elated and so excited to have you guys with me. I am just like, sorry for getting loud. (laughs) I'm sorry. Um, But I'm so excited and so grateful to have you guys here listening to the first episode of Half Medium. I have wanted to do a podcast for quite some time and I really wasn't sure what I could offer. And I am the type of girl, when I offer something to someone, I want it to be of value. I don't want to just put anything out there. And I was kind of talking to God and talking to my spirit team. And I was like, hey, y'all, what what should I talk about? What do we need to talk about? And um, half medium came to mind. I have so often, <clears throat> I so often had people make assumptions about me, especially when they know that I am a medium. Um, they have assumed that I had to be all light and love every second of every day, and that is not me. Um, The light of God is always within me, (laughs) but do I always express this light? No, I do not because I am what? A human, right? Hence, half medium. So half medium, half human, right? Um, And it's just an expression. I am a multifaceted being. And as we all are, I believe that we are spiritual beings having a human experience. So I want to talk about this, right? Um, from the title, you guys saw I put, uh, call me now, but I ain't Miss Cleo. (laughs) And the reason I did that, and this is no shade to Miss Cleo. I do not know her. I, uh, watched her documentary recently and she has a very interesting story. Um, but I've had people come up to me and say, okay, Miss Cleo. Okay, Miss Cleo. And I am not Miss Cleo. Um, and the image of Miss Cleo is this sensationalized version of what a psychic or medium is. Um, I'll say one big difference between us is that she was a tarot card reader. I am not a tarot card reader. A lot of people kind of put tarot card reading in the same um, category of being a psychic or a medium. They don't know the difference. I am a medium, which means that 
I connect to spirit just directly through all of my senses. So through my vision, my hearing, my taste, my feelings, like, excuse me, um, I connect to spirit through all of my senses and then I share what I see and hear, right? I don't need tools to connect, right? And offer messages. And honestly, I feel like it's by design because I was a girl who went to school and I could get through classes and all of that, but I am not the type of girl who enjoys like really studying really deeply. (laughs) And tarot is a skill. It is a skill that um, many people have learned and I just don't have the patience for that. Um, I've created my own cards. They're not tarot cards. They're more so oracle or guidance cards. And I will be pulling a card for you guys at the end of this episode. Um, And it's just, it may not resonate with everyone, but for who it's for, that card will be pulled, right? And if it resonates with you, then that means the message is for you. So again, going back to um, call me now, but I ain't Miss Cleo. (laughs) I um, may not be Miss Cleo, uh, but I am very much a real deal psychic medium. I have clients all over the world. Um, I am based in Chicago. But I have clients in Chicago and Texas, Kuwait. Um, I have clients in in Africa, um, in Canada, um, just so many places. And um, I enjoy the work that I do. I especially love and adore being able to connect people to loved ones who have crossed over to bring a sense of closeness. For some, it's closure. For some, it's confirmation. But knowing that their loved one who left the body is still with them means everything. You know, um, I, of course, I've lost loved ones and to connect with them is invaluable, right? Because that loss of a person that you love can be, it can be life altering, you know, it really can. And some people never are able to move past that grief. And if I can be a part of helping someone move beyond the grief of loss into a new relationship with their loved one, connecting with them in a new way, I am honored to be that girl, you know? So um, I truly love my work. And um, yeah, so I am a medium now. On to the human side. <laughs> I was born and raised on the south side of Chicago. I had a pretty normal life. I lived with my mom, my brother, and my sister until I was about 15. And then when I turned 15, I moved in with my dad and my stepmom. Um, you know, normal grammar school, high school. I uh, did not go to college immediately after high school. I worked some, I did some community-based work for quite some time. And then eventually I did go to, I went and got my associate's degree in sociology. And then I went and got a psychology degree, a bachelor's in psychology. Sorry, I'm drinking some tea really quick. Um, Got my bachelor's in psychology. 
And then I did about a year and a half um, of a master's program in marriage and family counseling. Um, then I got married and had to move and um, I did not complete that master's program. I have done nothing in the career field of choice that I made. <laughs> I know I just twisted those words, but um, yeah, no psychology work or anything like that. It's so interesting. When I left, the master's program, I went right into working for an insurance company as an auto damage adjuster. <laughs> Completely opposite of sociology, psychology, counseling, all of that, right? But I did it for the sake of uh, money, honestly. <laughs> That's why I did that. And um, so it's interesting that um, I, I had a lesson in that and going to do that work. You know, we do things for money, but that is not sustainable, right? Even though you have people who stay in jobs and things for decades um, for money, it'll take a toll in some way, right? Mentally, physically, emotionally. And so by taking that job, even though financially it was a cool thing, it took a toll on my mental and emotional state. <laughs> in such an extreme way because the job itself is quite demanding um quite quite demanding and the work was completely opposite of who I am by nature so to go from you know doing the work to help people improve their lives and not saying being an auto damage adjuster is not helpful but it, um, I was looking at cars and stuff, working out of a body shop and all these things. And it's so interesting because when you are who you are, you are who you are, right? So even though I was working in that environment, <laughs> I was the girl that the staff would be like, Diana, you know, you've been talking to that client for a long time because I would go out to look at these vehicles and people would start telling me their life story. Um, I even cried with the customer before because they were going through and I had recently lost my father and the the client's dad looked like my dad and like just like him. And I just busted out crying like, oh, my God. So we're standing outside crying together. <laughs> I have had clients tell me just so about their children on drugs and moving through this and that and <clears throat> so many things. I've even had um, a couple of ladies. I went and bought them um, lunch across the street because I just love their energy so much. Mm. Like, I've always been a nurturer. So even in that environment, that part of me would not go away. <clears throat> so I remember there was a day. It's the reason I'm bringing this up because um, this leads back to the work that I do as a medium. I remember there was a day uh, where I was just so depressed, so depressed. And I was like, I cannot do this. And so I said, oh, I know what I can do. Let me reach out. So I put a post up on my Facebook page and I said, hey, if anyone ever wants to talk, just hit me up. <laughs> Shoot me a message and I'll support you, right? Just desperate to be helpful to somebody, to uplift somebody. 
I got zero responses, right? And I was crushed, like, who can I help? <laughs> and um, so I did that. And again, nobody responded, but that was fine. But I was craving that interaction of connecting and uplifting. <clears throat> so that happened. Then there was a day I was lying on my floor meditating. And all of a sudden, I felt this discomfort in my abdomen. And I started having all these thoughts of different things. And I heard a very good friend of mine's name come to mind. And I realized, like, oh, this pain that I'm feeling, these thoughts that I'm having, they're not mine. I think these are hers. So I called her and I said, hey, girl, um... This is going to sound crazy, but this is going on with me. And I heard your name. Is this something that you have experienced? And she just busted out crying. And I realized, like, wait a minute. I just, this is, this is something. <laughs> this is something, you know, because first of all, that was the first time I ever heard her cry. And I had known her. I've known her since I was like, I don't know, 11, 10, 11. I'm now uh, 35. At that time, I was in my 20s. but So we had known each other for quite some time. And um, so it was a healing moment for her. And I said, oh, my goodness. I'm so grateful that I was able to do that. And um, so I just kind of continue with it, right? I've always been a meditator. Um, I've. I've even I even took a course in when I was in the university for meditation um, to learn different techniques. Um, I was a part of a meditation group for some years every Friday night and then Saturday mornings. Um, and um, I just have always been a meditator, right? So I continued that um, after that day, and. Then I started connecting with a particular um, soul who had crossed over, uh, and he taught me a lot. And so I started doing readings. I did a reading for my sister. I did one for my ex-husband. And I I saw, like, okay, I can see things, you know? Um, I've been able to see things, but... I. I fell into the trap of a lot of people where you look at television of psychics, maybe TV shows, movies, and they make it seem like being psychic is just one image. And I realized like, wait a minute, um, there's another way, right? I can see and sense and understand things, but it doesn't look or feel the way it does on television. Like I don't see physical being standing in front of me. I see it with my mind's eye, but it's very much real. Um, and so I was like, wait, this is really something. So I met a lady, well, I found a lady on Fiverr actually. And if those of you who don't know what Fiverr is, it's a site F-I-V-E-R-R, -R, where you can get different work done at a really discounted price. And they actually have psychics on that um, site. So I found this lady and I was like, hey, um, I've been having these experiences and I just would like to know, should I pursue 
this type of work. And so she said, okay. And she's based in Australia. And so she uh, did the reading and she said, hey, I'm going to send you money. (laughs) I don't know. I feel emotional all of a sudden, but she said, I'm going to send you money and I want you to do a reading for me. And I said, girl, don't send me nothing. (laughs) Because if I mess up, I do not want you mad at me. I said, please don't send me any money. She said, no, no, no. What's your PayPal? I'm going to send you money. So she was my first paid client. I sent her my uh, PayPal information. And um, I at that time, I didn't even think about people asking questions. Because when I did the readings for my ex-husband, my sister, and my friend, it was not a question-based scenario. It was just spirit giving me information and me sharing information, right? So the lady sent the money and I um I just started getting all this information for her and I just went boom 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 and she was like oh my god that's crazy and then she said well here are my questions <laughs> I was like oh yeah questions forgot about those so I answered her questions and she said girl I don't even know why you asking me if you should be doing this work <laughs> She said, no one has ever been able to describe my situation the way you just did. No one. She said, I don't know why you are questioning. And she gave me the name of, oh, it's called um, Big Cartel. Um, The site where, you know, you can have your own website. And um, so she said, go on here. You can have, you can list five items for free. And so I did, and that got me started on this journey. And um, I have not looked back. And that was in 2017 that this happened. The the around the fall ish, summer fall ish of 2017. So, um, I learned the lesson, and I ended up leaving that insurance job. That. Doing something for money only gets you so far if you want to maintain your sanity. <laughs> it's not now listen, there's nothing wrong with doing things and making good money, right? Nothing wrong with that. But there you in some way, shape, or form, I believe that you should enjoy your work however you make money. Even if there are certain aspects that are annoying to you. I feel like by and large, there should be something that you enjoy about your work or is not sustainable. I feel like that's probably why a lot of people end up not only quitting, but being fired from different jobs because their soul is like, look, this is harmful. You got to get out of there. Right. So that was like the catalyst for me coming into this work and, um, Yeah, so I just wanted to share a bit of my background so you guys understand what led me to being a medium. Um, And I will be honest, doing this work publicly is something that I resisted very heavily because as popular as being a medium or a psychic can be, it is very taboo to a lot of people. And I and I'll talk about it in later episodes, but <clears throat> I have experienced some criticisms and 
um, judgment from different people around being a medium. Um, and I, as Diana through the years have had to learn not to put a lot of stock in how other people uh, see me because I didn't want people to be uncomfortable. I never, I had this thing where I never wanted people to be mad at me. That was very important to me. And again, I'll explain in later episodes, excuse me, kind of how that came up, but I never wanted people to be mad at me. That was very important. But in doing this work, I, when I saw the impact it had on other people, I said, you know what? People can be as mad at me as they want to be. If my life is improving someone else's, so be it. Be mad, stay mad, live mad, you know? But that anger and all these things, it has nothing to do with me. It's about the other person. And interestingly, those that I have received criticism from have also come to me wanting guidance, right? So the irony of that. Um, but yeah, so I just, <clears throat> I, I know that there are other people out there who have had or are having similar experiences of wanting to express themselves, um, fully as spiritual beings and they may have, um, different things around them that make them feel like they have to stifle it. Because you can't be spiritual and be human, you know. <clears throat> Something I noticed a lot. Um, sorry, guys. I'm drinking tea. My throat is a little scratchy. Um, when I watched the Miss Cleo documentary, when things hit the fan with her company that she worked for, a lot of newsreels said she should have seen this coming. She should have seen this coming. They kept saying that over and over, which I found to be quite annoying. (laughs) And, um, and someone's like, if you are this spiritual being, or if if you are a psychic or whatever, a medium, then no mistakes are allowed, right? You can't be a human trying to find your way, but this is not real. That's not real life. And let me say this as well. Just because you can see something coming does not mean that you can stop it, right? Having a vision does not mean that you are the creator, okay? So I want to clarify that, right? Um, And I had a recent experience with a a young cousin of mine who passed away uh, this past month, just made a month, and Two days before the doctors announced that she had transitioned, she came to me, you know, and I knew that she was gone. And I felt very helpless because there was nothing I could do to change that. Nothing, right? So, yes, I saw it coming, but it was not up to me to change the situation. So I kind of want to, you know, I want to make sure I put that out there that when a person goes through something, even though they're able to see things, it doesn't mean that they control life, right? That would make them the creator of all. And um, everybody has their own journey. Everybody has their own journey. 
And I had moments where I'm like, God, since I can see this, how come you won't let me do this? Or why won't you show me that? Like, give me the winning lottery numbers. Come on. Like, let's use this to my advantage. (laughs) You know, (laughs) so, but that hasn't happened yet. You know what I mean? And it's all good. I am where I'm supposed to be in this moment of life. But I I wanted to um, make sure I said that as well. and just express why I feel like this conversation is important to have, to support those who um, in some way, whether it's being a, a medium or whatever, or if it's just you're like, I am a masterpiece and a mess at the same time, right? And being able to still love themselves through that process. Um, that's why I'm doing this podcast. That's why I'm here talking to you right now, you know. Um, So I hope that you guys got a good glimpse of who I am. Of course, there is more to come. And I am so excited to go on this journey with you and share with you every week. Um, Again, I feel really blessed to do the work that I do. And... And now I'm starting this new journey. Like, it's really something. Uh, I'm not going to lie. I was nervous. (laughs) I think that's why I'm having to drink this tea because it's so interesting that I'm here talking to you guys and my throat with that throat chakra, that speaking tool felt a little blocked this morning. Thought that was really interesting, but it is now clear. So I'm grateful that I was able to do that. So I will... Uh, kind of close out this episode with the card um, of the day. And again, if the message resonates with you, then it is for you. If it does not, maybe the next episode, that card will resonate with you. So I pulled from my Magic Hat Oracle deck today. And the card that came out is number 44, and it is the unicycle. So 44 may be significant to you. Um, If it is, just know that this is a sign that whatever you are seeking is for you. Um, And the unicycle card is about um, mastering something. So most people can do a bicycle, right? That's pretty easy. But it really takes a certain level of focus to be able to ride a unicycle. So The message for you today is if there is something that you feel you need to master, get up on that bike, (laughs) get on that unicycle and try, try again. And eventually you will find your balance. You will find your balance, but it's a matter of falling off and getting back on, falling off and getting back on until you get on and you just roll, right? Um, So don't give up on yourself, don't give up on your vision, and don't underestimate your ability to um, tackle tasks that may be challenging, you know? Don't underestimate yourself. You can do it. All right, so I really hope that today's episode meant something to you guys. I'm so, so excited for this journey. Um, I love you all, and um, I like to close it out by saying always 
be you, embrace you, and love you. And I will see you next week. If you made it this far, thank you. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode and learned something new. If you would like to stay connected, feel free to email me at divinepearlsinsight at gmail.com. And please share Have Medium with your friends and family and with anyone who you feel would be interested in learning a little more about what it's like navigating the spiritual and the physical. Until next time, remember to be you, embrace you, and love you. Now talk to you soon.